Hey, welcome everyone to Plant Profits. Really, really pleased that you're here with us. I'm Vern Davis. I am your host and Plant Profits is brought to you by Protus Global. Our guest today, I, I love the fact when we have on this show consumer product goods based professionals, and we have that today, Carmen Brace, Chief Data Evangelist and founder of Aclara. And uh, I'm real excited to have this conversation uh, with you, uh, Carmen. Uh, you look, uh, I understand you got into this this game and really start looking at cannabis as a wellness consumer products uh, good uh, back in 2016. That's early. Uh, I want to hear about all of that, but welcome to the show. Thank you so much, Vern. It's a pleasure to be here. No, it's it's great. You got a lot of experiences that I'm very familiar with. I come out of consumer products, right? And uh, and and you have some really uh, interesting experiences from some really good and well known companies like Campbell's, Mars, and Conagra. So those are are staples that are on the plates of consumers every day. And yes, so they you, are. Exactly. That's our job. That's yeah, exactly. our job. <laughs> exactly. So you know what you're talking about. And it's it's so cool to see that uh, you've attacked this like what it is, a consumer product, right? With the wellness, uh, with, with this wonderful wellness uh, piece of it, uh, but you attack it like a consumer product. So let's talk about first your company, Eclara, right? Let's talk about that. Tell us about that. What does the name mean, if anything, to you? And uh, and and how did you come about this cannabis journey? Well, um, you know, Aclara actually, it's interesting. A few people ask me this, but yeah. Aclara is, um, is in Spanish means to provide light and insight. So the verb is okay. aclarar. So okay. aclarera, aclara is to provide insight and light on a subject. So okay. uh, hence Aclara research. Um, I've, yes, yes. Um, and I, I, I never intended to become an entrepreneur or found a cannabis insights company. Um, but I was so compelled by what I saw, um, and why consumers were actually using cannabis. Um, when the, as I spent time in Southern Europe and the Netherlands in 2014 and 15, and then coming back to Colorado one year after legalization within the state of Colorado. And Vern, it is exactly what you said. As I began to employ the same methodologies and uh, strategies that we leverage to understand how to develop better products on the innovation and better messaging on the marketing standpoint, mm -hmm. within my uh, 10 days within the state of Colorado, I began to really observe women, men, younger people going into these dispensaries for different reasons. But I was very compelled by women that um, were in my age group, were in their you know late 30s, 40s, um, and were really thinking about um, how they could leverage cannabis and CBD for health. Okay. And it was that experience, my experience with you know living in Spain and in the Netherlands to understand how normalized cannabis had become within those areas. Um, that led me to see that it was not about getting high, it was about getting well. Mm -hmm. And that insight was so compelling that it led me to um, really focus on cannabis and health, knowing that the intersection of cannabis and health need states are the most disruptive element to traditional consumer packaged goods, OTC and pharmaceutical companies. The intersection. 
Yes. So when we think about, you know, some of the really the biggest reasons why people are using cannabis, which is which are, are really around relaxation, but also around, you know, chronic pain, around a feeling of anxiety, um, mm-hmm. around, a, you know, difficulty sleeping. We look to the NIH and CDC and understand that those uh, those need states impact at least 100 million Americans, assuming comorbidity across those need states. Um, meaning that I may have chronic pain and anxiety. I may have chronic Mm -hmm. pain and trouble sleeping. But all of those product solutions that are currently on the market generate a bit north of $600 billion. um, And people aren't satisfied with the effect of those products that are on the market. That's why new cannabis would would be disruptive. Yes, and it has been. And it is. Um, How would you say... Um, and look, I'm, there's a lot we can talk about here, but I, I really want to to dive into. You saw this through your travels internationally, and you're you're living internationally, and then you decided to in 2016 you decided to come to Colorado because that's things that opened up in Colorado on that year, and um, you and you made at that point this cannabis journey your mission. And you created a business, decided to 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 make this. That you took this entrepreneurial step, big step, and 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 the objective was to what? The objective was to shine a light, okay, on the disruptive nature of this federally illegal product that was in direct competition with almost a trillion dollars in, in, wow. in annual revenue yeah. um, and to help my colleagues within the consumer packaged goods industry identify the occasions and demand spaces for which it was disruptive. And then, mm-hmm. of course, to develop a consulting business based on that knowledge and expertise of traditional consumer packaged goods and cannabis. Okay. So let's talk about your business, Clara. So who are your clients? My clients have spanned Miller Coors, um, okay. ConAgra Brands, um, okay. the Sazerac Company, a variety of advertising agencies and marketing agencies, uh-huh. as well as uh, cannabis retailers and cannabis branded products. Um, okay. Unity Road, Kiva, a number of them. So brands come to you? MSOs come to you? I'm fortunate to have conversations with more MSOs as time passes, um, particularly okay. with the latest study. Yes. Okay. We're, we'll get into that. But I would say that my primary my primary work has always been, um, I've been fortunate to build a book um, that's primarily based in consumer packaged goods companies. Right. Okay. Now, is the stuff you do for Millicores, for example, is is that about wellness and cannabis? Or is that about their business? It's really about helping those teams at that time understand that cannabis was more about was more than was more than about the intersection of a product around inebriation. That cannabis served a variety of different need states. Right. um, That um, that was that 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 helped them really think about why people were using this product. Right. Got it. Got it. Got it. Because all of those companies that are not cannabis companies uh, have opportunities to get into this. So they're utilizing Aclara in your efforts to understand 
that landscape? Very much so. And I think yeah. if you if you think about like how we, we drive growth within the consumer packaged goods space, I mean, to right. your point, all of those brands are on, you know, over seven and in many cases, many brands over 70 percent of U.S. households. So you're not you're, you're figuring out how do I drive growth by developing products for it to meet the needs of certain occasions and need mm-hmm. states mm-hmm. Um, for which I do not have a presence. So as an example, Perfect. if I realize that, wow, people are having trouble sleeping, if you, you look at Pepsi as an example, right. um, people are having trouble sleeping. I don't have a product or a beverage for that. Therefore, I'm going to develop a, a product. Um, you may be familiar with the product Driftwell. Yeah. So that is a product primarily with melatonin, but it solves a different need state uh-huh. than their product portfolio purely did. That helps drive growth. That totally helps drive. It's almost, yeah, it's, it, it gives you green space to create new items, new products, new relationships, new, you know, exactly. new v, uh, uh, venture relationships, all kinds of opportunities to grow your brands and to create new brands. And, mm-hmm. and so you're shining light on that. Yes. That's beautiful. So now I have, have some clarity, hence the name, right? <laughs> of, of, of where we're going. We're going to take a quick break, Carmen. We're going to take a quick break and, and come right back. And we're going to just uh, explore that. And really, I want to dive into your study that you just released okay. a couple months ago. Okay. okay, we'll do that. I'm Vern Davis. I am your host of Plant Profits. My guest today is the founder and chief data evangelist for Aclara, Carmen Brace. We'll be right back. Plant Profits will return so our sponsors can profit from these messages. Hey, welcome back, everyone. I'm Vern Davis. I am your host of Plant Profits, and Plant Profits is brought to you by Protus Global. Our guest today is Carmen Brace. She is the founder and chief data evangelist for Clara, and she's providing clarity to cannabis wellness, and she's treating it just like it is, a consumer product goods that has a solution for several need states that consumers have hundreds of millions of consumers have on a daily basis. So Carmen, thank you for this. And thank you for the time that you're spending with us here today. Now, Clara, you and the Clara and concert, obviously you released the study results of a study that you undertook uh, a couple months ago in September. And I'd like to, you know, so it's very recent. So I'm sure you're out there talking about uh, the findings and the benefits of that study. So. Uh, Bring us here in the Plant Profits audience, bring us up to speed about what you found and what you're doing with that. Yeah, so this has been um, this has been a, a, an interesting work in progress to understand over time okay. how those occasions and demand spaces that we just talked about are intersecting with products um, with a number of plant-based medicines, including cannabis, you know, the cannabinoid CBD, as well as others. Mm-hmm. So last year, um, I entered into a partnership with a company uh, by the name of Ipsos. They're a global marketing um, and polling company within the market research space. Okay. And we partnered on a study to understand two things, the consumer journey within cannabis. Uh-huh. And generally, the times of day and the um, reasons why people were consuming cannabis over time. Mm-hmm. 
Um, that study led me to think about how I could expand that research um, by creating a longitudinal diary of cannabis occasions to understand how, why, when, where, and mm -hmm. all of the pro people were using these products, as well as the products that they considered but did not choose. Mm -hmm. This methodology, these diaries, longitudinal diaries, are very common within the consumer packaged goods space. And that resulted in a database of over 10,000 cannabis and CBD occasions oh. to help wow. us understand why wow. over, over the course of uh, the about 11-month period, why people were using cannabis, CBD, as well as other plant-based medicines to mm -hmm. achieve um, to achieve their job to be done. Um, mm -hmm. Job to be done is kind of a, a language that we use within the consumer packaged goods space. Why am mm -hmm. I hiring this product and why am I buying this product? Mm -hmm. um, as people are expanding their view of physical and mental wellness, particularly past COVID, there is a halo of well-being that people are looking for in addition to the normal job. So I want relaxation, but I may not want to choose um, a series of alcohol products in order right. to do it because I don't like the side effects. Right. I want to sleep better, but I don't want to take Ambien because I don't want to wake up and not know what I'm doing. Right. Yeah, like I want right. to all of these things. Yeah. Exactly. Right. Yeah. Yeah. So how do I find products that are being – how do I find products that give me all the benefits without all the side effects? And anyone within the cannabis space certainly knows that this has been happening as a trade-off, but it's really accelerated post-pandemic simply because of our view of wellness. Okay. But if we think about like some of the drivers, it's really about, number one, why are people using products? The overwhelming reason is around relaxation. Everyone wants to relax. Everyone wants to relax in a better <laughs> that's way. Uncommon. Yeah, it, that, right? I mean, it's like, that's amazing. Yeah. yeah. It's like it's it's you know, that's over 58 or 58 percent of the respondents indicated that their main reason for using these products was to relax. And that's why mm -hmm. they were thinking about cannabis, CBD, alcohol, mm -hmm. beer, wine and spirits, all these things. Um, another element is the uh, is why is when they're consuming it. We found that over time, when people begin um, that when as people use pr these products more and more, they start using them in group occasions. But then mm -hmm. they realize that cannabis actually has um, the opportunity to solve more problems in, they in their lives, and they start using them via solo occasions. Mm -hmm. Let me actually get you. Yeah, I think I should also let me check. Yeah, when we think about, you know, why, why, why consumers are using it, it's mm -hmm. around wellness. It's around like mm -hmm. using it around VR and gaming occasions, um, using with friends at a concert. We're mm -hmm. moving from group occasions. And then when people begin to use this product more, they use it more for solo occasions. And that's why cannabis becomes more disruptive, particularly as um, people begin to find new types of products mm -hmm. within, the, within, the, uh, within the category that solve their needs. Hmm. That's uh, that. That's interesting. I, I could have told you. I mean, relaxation. You knew that going in. I bet. Yeah, we. I mean, yeah, we knew yeah. That. Well, I mean, you you knew that that was that was the case. Now, you created this diary, ten thousand plus occasions, right? So, what do you do with that? You have this information now. Are you selling this data? Uh, what 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 has come? That's education product. What 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 has come with that? 
some of that. Yeah, so there's two areas. So mm-hmm. fortunate to have the partnership with Ipsos to sell our syndicated study okay. um, to a variety of consumer packaged goods manufacturers for which mm-hmm. this type of information is not as obvious. Okay. Um, and when we think about this from a cannabis standpoint, for those retailers that are thinking about how to mm-hmm. find points of interruption with consumers to get more products in the basket and to understand what types of products are most important to market to those consumers within a w- within their efforts of personalization, um, this di- this diary and database can show how consumers are using these products across the times of day and across a number of occasions. And for those companies that have a higher presence within the state of Illinois and California, um, we can also provide more detail on the products that they're actually using within those occasions. Ah, Okay, that's where your live study, that's where the body of the study took place? Yeah, so over over 50% of the respondents within this study live in the states of California and, and, and Illinois. Okay. So right. for those with it, with with those with that type of retail presence, there is a, a deeper granularity um, mm-hmm. that is able to be mined from the database. Yeah. No. So imagine with your background, you you've you've done the research and you understand who those end users could be. Yeah, we're fortunate to have uh, over the past several years. Um, I, I and my team had built a panel of okay. cannabis consumers and have been able to survey them over time on their usage behavior. Um, okay. This study really just allows us to do that on a longitudinal basis. Um, okay. And our the depth that we had in California and, and Illinois allowed us to provide a, a, a lot more granularity. Okay. Okay, great. Right. So look, I, I want to take us off the beaten path just a little bit here. Tell me. Now, you are uh, an entrepreneur in the cannabis space. Um, you got this amazing background from CPG. Uh, you're you're uh, you're uh, providing knowledge to everyone who wants it about uh, usage and benefits. In essence, you're creating value. Is what you're doing, uh, Carmen, um, or. Are you mentoring anyone or folks? Do people come to you and say, how do I get into cannabis? Well, particularly in the past month and a half, I've had a lot more inbounds on that. Yeah. 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 Since the study come out. Yeah. 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 Uh Yeah. Um, And I I, I have, I've I've heard, I've heard, I've heard this question more frequently. Um, It's a lot different today than it was in 2015 and 2016. Right. Um, Yeah. There's many, many different dynamics. I've seen a, a lot of those throughout the throughout the throughout the years, and I mm-hmm. guess it really depends on how people are thinking about getting into the industry. Are you thinking about a plant touching business? Are you thinking mm-hmm. about an ancillary business? Mm-hmm. Um, bringing their level of expertise. I think that's the mm-hmm. most important area. Bring your level of expertise. Bring your superpower to the industry, and find out how that can be applied in a in a profitable yeah. way. Yeah. So I, I'm in the talent business. You know, Produce Global's in the talent business. And um, that, a question for you, have you found that uh, in the folks that you're dealing with, that folks would, cons- would in the, come out of the CPG industries, you know, this is a leading question. So have you found that, that they can benefit the cannabis industry more than some others? Or how do you see it? And, and do, do you get a perspective in what you do? I think that due to the nature of 
the need to be very scrappy, the mm-hmm. the reality that there the traditional data sources that we're used to relying on in mm-hmm. multi-billion dollar companies are not available within cannabis in the same way that they are. Yeah. Um, All that data is not at your fingertips, right? It's not. So you, I think those with an experience of working in emerging trends, foresight, white space, um, okay. for which that is similar, um, those are similar dynamics, even, you know, working with, uh, working with, with, you know, with, with very large companies mm-hmm. um, may fare better um, than those that are more reliant mm. on traditional data. You, mm-hmm. you have to piece a lot of stories together here. Yeah. And there's a lot of triangulation that's needed. Yeah. So if you were looking for that type of person you just described, where would you look? You know, I um, it's interesting you bring this up because yeah. within the market research space and being a a, a black woman in the cannabis industry, um, I've, I I have felt very um, very strongly that it's important to really help those that are coming up with you know thinking about their career paths and right. how cannabis thinking about market research in cannabis can also lead to a very profitable career within the consumer packaged goods space. Um, And I think, you know, as we look at, you know, some of the younger people right now, you know, you know, maybe Gen Z granted, you know, they're 21 through 23 right now, but they're just coming out of college. Um, They're thinking about like, how do I, you know, think about how do I, how do I do what I love to do? um, And, um, and, and, and earn at at, at the level that's important to me. Um, this is a translatable skill set from mm-hmm. cannabis to traditional packaged goods. And I'm, I've been very fortunate to have a, a, a very strong career within that space. So I'd recommend it to anybody. Oh, that's um, great. Yeah. 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 So I've like, if I think about what's happening here in Chicago, um, you know, in a, in a number of other areas, but I, I also work with Olive Harvey, Carver, Olive, Olive Harvey College. Um, as we okay. think about like how, you know, they're thinking about their cannabis um, education program, because it's a great place to be able to like find students that are interested in cannabis may not be regular, you know, they may not be the candidates to go into with the plant touching business, but they certainly have the skills and depth to think about market research. Mm-hmm. No, that's terrific. That's terrific. I'm sure you'll have many opportunities to help those young individuals make those transitions because cannabis is different, you know, from the perspective, you, you got to be really scrappy. Everything's not at your fingertips, right? And you you have to think and and you have to be all about action. And so it, you blend all that together. That That's not easy to find a person who's comfortable in that ambiguous in, environment. It is. I mean, you think about, you know, the dynamics of, you know, being a federally illegal product, Um, you know, the tax rates um, that are present on a number of these companies. Um, I think it's important for people, you know, for their lifestyle. I know I certainly found it for me to balance a book of consumer packaged goods work and cannabis work. Right. Um, because you, you, I mean, we're all, we're all here to, you know, develop careers that are profitable. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think it, it can be very challenging within the cannabis space, depending on the, depending on, on the area that you sit. Yeah, no doubt. No doubt. No doubt. Uh, we'll be right back. We're going to take a quick break, Carmen, um, and, and come back and, and, and really talk about some other things that I have interest in that I know that you know a lot about. So I think that'll be, uh, awesome. 
I'm Vern Davis. I'm your host of Plant Profits. And Plant Profits is brought to you by Produce Global. My guest today is Carmen Brace, Chief Data Evangelist of Aclara and founder, uh, doing some wonderful things in consumer products and wellness. We'll be right back. Thank you. Plant Profits will return so our sponsors can profit from these messages. Hey, welcome back, everyone. This is Vern Davis. I'm your host of Plant Profits, and Plant Profits is brought to you by Produce Global. Uh, my guest today is Carmen Brace. She's chief data analyst of Eclair and founder of that business. And we've had this wonderful conversation about, uh, and just recently here in this conversation, we talked about a study that she and her partners released uh, in regards to uh, different need states of of, of cannabis and, and created this diary of just wonderful data that can be utilized by folks who are wanting to create brands, expand brands, functionality with consumers, et cetera. And um, I want to continue uh, this, this conversation. Um, you know, Carmen, are you and your colleagues involved in any way or are you brought to the table uh, for factual support uh, when it comes to legislation reform and all the the things that that all the places that data is important? It's it's important in product creation, but it's also important in in getting legislation uh, reform. Are you uh, brought to bear there at all? Yes, I and, I and I consider, yes, I am. And I consider that to be uh, some of the most important work that I, that I have done thus far. Mm -hmm. um, because once we realized the history of why cannabis was criminalized, essentially racism codified into legislation, which is stuck to the degree within the within the consciousness of, of America, that we've got two, we went three states last night that voted no on cannabis legalization. Yeah. Um, when we think so that, about that was like, a bad night for us. Yeah, it was. I mean, like it's it, it's. Yeah. A, I mean, the the, vo the votes are close, but I mean, uh -huh. I think it again just really speaks to the impact of how effective the marketing strategy was of very selfish people a hundred years ago. Mm -hmm. um, and when we think about that, um, and the impact of you know still having the, the number of people that are still in jail, mm -hmm. um, the number of people that are suffering, millions of people, not only from a prison from being imprisoned wrongly in prison, but also those that have had a lower quality of life or have actually died because they didn't have access to a medicine that could have saved them. So yeah. the impact of cannabis and wellness and health is one mm -hmm. that we've got to get through our legislative bodies. And I'm yeah. very thankful to be an expert witness for the Illinois legislature. Um, my study is on cannabis and health in 2016, and then secondarily on the impact on opioids with medical professionals, um, really opened doors within the state of Illinois. No one fully understood the impact that the medical cannabis program was having on quality of life within Illinois residents. Now, wow. that has also led to me being appointed to the governor's committee on cannabis and health. Okay. I'm, I don't meet with them every day, so let's let's be clear. Yeah. Um, but I but I'm very thankful that the continual work that I've done, you know, with Nielsen IQ, with um, with the Ipsos company, and then um, entrepreneurially on my own as on a Clara with my team, um, has really has has found a has found a it's found an audience across those that are influencing policy within the state. 
Mm-hmm. Um, and we've got to get that message out of cannabis and health because people don't fully understand that. I think many within no, the industry. Right. Yeah, I mean, it's, it's like these issues that plague us today from a health standpoint, physical and mental wellness. Cannabis is not the silver bullet, but it is one of many components that we can use to improve our quality of life. It's simply a plant-based medicine. We can look at every other data set within CPG and see that plant-based foods and and plant-based foods and beverages are what's driving growth within the industry. Absolutely. And cannabis is right there. And it's a matter of opening minds. It is. It is. And minds are still so closed yes. um, and people are, are accepting of cannabis, but don't fully understand that we as a people, as a global community, have got to accelerate the level of clinical research that is done around this plant. Now, Israel certainly leads the world in this. And yes. we can look to we can look to that and look to that country to as well as, you know, what's happening in Spain. Um, You know, I spend a lot of time in Argentina. They're moving down the same Mm -hmm. path right now as well. Um, So we can look to other countries to do that. um, Mm -hmm. But we got to get on, we got to get this thing together in the United States. So how are we doing though, in your opinion? How are we doing? I mean, time is so important, but how would you, let me, let me rephrase the question because I think I, it was too, it's so open, it's unfair. So how are you how are we doing when you compare where we are based on how other things move right and other movements that we've seen and that we've we've been caught up into um how is this movement of bringing this plant-based wellness product to consumers and getting and leaving behind some of the um uh, just uh, ill-placed uh, ignorance about the the plant um, and moving forward. Verna, I have a mixed approach on this, but I will start my comments with, if we as a country are ready to fully accept the details of the history of why we are here today, then we yeah. have an opportunity to shift. I don't know if we are as a company, as a country ready to really fully embrace the detail of why we are here today and why this product is scheduled, why this product is listed in the Schedule 1 of the uh, Controlled Substances Act. I think that if if we look as of this morning, we have 39 states that have legalized cannabis. Mm -hmm. So if we look to other movements, I mean, you could look at like gay marriage as an example. That's a popular, uh, that's Mm -hmm. a popular analogy. Mm -hmm. Um, We're moving pretty darn fast. You think, you know, California Prop 64 was 2016, like that marijuana business conference. We were like, wow. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Things are really moving. Um, And there has been tremendous movement from 2016 to 2022. So we can applaud that. Um, I think we can, we're beginning to come to terms with the history of why cannabis is schedule one um, Mm -hmm. by Joe Biden saying, you know, making a very, you know, the first step, but I still applaud it, um, of providing pardons for, uh, for federal prison, for for those that were in federal prison. Um, That's a step. That's important. 
it's yeah. a step. I mean, if I think about what's happening in Maryland and, and uh, Missouri, like those yeses were also um, accompanied by movements to expunge or the ability for those that are in present for, for cannabis possession. Yeah, I think that's um, awesome. To move yeah. Yeah. yeah, I mean, like, so that's new. So yeah. I think there's some things there. there yeah. There's some things that are moving yeah. forward. That was good um, last night. Yes. Yeah, yeah. So mm-hmm. I think that's a good blueprint that other states could potentially add into their mm-hmm. legislation. Mm-hmm. Um, I also think that if we think about it from a health standpoint, which is the most important thing, let's remember that cannabis was in the 1850 pharmacopoeia. Eli mm-hmm. Lilly and Bristol Myers Squibb used manufactured this. Yeah. Um, if we can get back to health, we can't use medical as the reason to have a rec market and then forget medical. You got to keep moving. You have to move this message of health forward. That's health how you're wellness. going to engage. Yeah, because Absolutely. we're, all, we're all health consumers, 100% right. of us. Right. That message gets misconstrued via uh, commercialization, right? Uh, and, and you know, uh, look... Um, when when we go recreational, that's awesome because we ex, we have the opportunity to expose more consumers to the plant, and I think that's that's awesome. But to your point, the medicinal value of the plant is why the movement is successful. Exactly, it's why it's successful because there's something real that you can you can you can grab onto, and that you can utilize as weaponry to fight against misconceptions. And and that's that's really important, and that's a really important point that that needs to be made in this 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 journey that that we're on is that we we can't forget. It's like any journey you're on in history, right? You can't forget where you're from or where you came from, yeah. so that you can move forward and utilize that as as reasons and weaponry to to move forward. So it, it's it's very similar in that way. But I, I really enjoyed this chat with you, Carmen. And I'll call it a chat. It was great and, and enjoyed it. And uh, what you're doing, enlightening folks and, and and taking your services to companies that are in search of expanding their businesses through other consumer need states and, and cannabis is part of that solution is, is a wonderful thing. And um, I really hope that you you continue that effort with Eclair and that you continue on the legislative front, providing knowledge and and truth uh, to the efforts uh, so people can get it straight and 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 move this movement uh, forward. And we get the reforms that we're so, you know, anxiously looking forward to for all the right reasons. So I'm, I'm, I'm excited uh, for that. And I really want to thank you, uh, Corman, for coming on the show. Thank you so much for the opportunity. It's been a pleasure. No, uh, absolutely. And you're welcome at any time to come back. Thank you uh, so much. And I want to thank all of you for joining Plant Profits uh, today. I'm your host, Vern Davis, and Plant Profits is brought to you by Produce Global. But really, go look for plant profits and uh, wherever you get your podcast in any medium, um, my partner is cannabisradio.com. You can for sure go there. And when you go there, give us a five-star rating, uh, Apple podcast, Spotify, iHeart, Amazon, everywhere. We are there with plant profits and produce global, my company, go take a look at us. And we're on all social media platforms, LinkedIn, Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, 
everywhere. Finally, learn more about how we're building companies and how we're changing people's lives. And look at Protis Global, P-R-O-T-I-S, global.com. That's us. Until next time, cheers. The opinions expressed on this CannabisRadio.com program are those of the guests and hosts and do not necessarily reflect those of the staff and management of CannabisRadio.com. Any rebroadcast, republication, or retransmission of this program without proper consent is prohibited.